0: Good morning, good morning, and welcome to your business and digital. How's everyone doing this morning? Morning. Happy
1: hump day. Good morning, Happy hump
0: day, right? Super excited about today's show. Today, we are talking about the Chamber of Commerce and all the exciting things that happen there. Our guest is amazing. So uh, it's going to be really, really good. So definitely listen. in. if you're a small business, you need to know more about the Chamber of Commerce and how digital they are. So let's jump into the show. Let's get to the intro. <laughs> Welcome back, and thank you for joining us at Your Business in Digital. So just a little bit about the show. Your Business in Digital is the show where we help you translate what you do as a small business into digital, right? We know that you're driving that revenue offline, but how does it translate into digital? How do you make it work? How do you achieve your business goals through digital, digital marketing, and the digital landscape? We understand that it could be super daunting, and that is exactly why we do this show. On this show, we bring together all the key stakeholders of a small business, right? So we we have finance in the building. We have sales in the building. We have operations. and Of course, we have marketing in the building. So we can really have a holistic conversation about digital and how to get to that place where you're saying, hey, digital increased my revenue by 10%, digital increased my revenue by 20%. We want to make sure that digital is effective for your business and you're seeing the ROI because we get that you spend a lot of money in those spaces. So. Let me tell you a little bit about where you can connect with us. So absolutely connect with us on YouTube. We are YouTube at your business and digital. We're definitely growing our viewership there. So super excited about everyone that has recently connected with us on YouTube. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, Connect with us on LinkedIn at your business and digital. We are growing a business page on LinkedIn. Up to now, we're up to like 381 people and this is happening organically. I just love it. So thank you so much for everyone that has connected with us on LinkedIn, on YouTube. And you know, if you can't catch us live, that's okay. Check us out. We are everywhere podcasts are found. So we're on Spotify, we're on Apple, we're on Amazon, we're everywhere we need to be. So definitely listen to the Your Business and Digital podcast and share this with any small business executive. We help you to really, you know, listen to those, look at those strategies that can work for your business. We get the digital sometimes is like, what is this thing about likes and follows? But we get you to that place of money in the bank and key strategies to work with an agency, the questions you should be asking as a small business executive. You don't need to know everything about digital. You don't need to be able to do the digital, but you need to understand how it impacts your bottom line. And that's what we help you connect with on this show. So there we go. That's the housekeeping. (laughs) Connect, connect, connect. (laughs) All right. So moving into our recap from last show, we love a good recap. Yay! (laughs) Where are my sound effects? (laughs) So... There you go. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, so last show, we talked about preparing for 2024. Now, we kind of went around the room and did a little bit of a round robin, right, where we all talked about what we're doing for 2024. Um, and so I definitely want to kind of give the recap in the same way, right? Uh, for us, I know we are focused and a lot on our, you know, strategies around our infrastructure, making sure we have the right things on our website. What updates do we need? What updates do we need to make on our workforce? flows. What are strategies for uh, 2024? What are we talking about? We're going to be talking more about AI. So we're starting to look back at the analytics from this year, from last year to see what's working, what's not working and really leaning into those things. So that's what we recommend that you do, right? Go back, look at your data, look at the things that are working for you and say, hey, how am I leaning into this for 2024? And start preparing. If you're not doing it already, I mean, you know, I wanna let you know we are in November. So Q1 is literally knocking on the door saying, hello, I am almost here. <laughs> so Andrea, I know you had a lot of things that you're planning for 2024. So talk a little bit about that.
2: so <laughs> definitely yes, exactly. 2024 has to be super pump a year for me coming out from my rebrand to your virtual, my official rebrand to your virtual CFO. So I'm going to work on things like, most importantly, that website, because one of the things that I do is that um, my social media is where I direct people to learn about me and definitely I need to have that um, that website up and running so that people can come here to learn about me. Um, right now I'm working on a profile, so that's kind of going to work um, in tandem with the website. That's going to be a place where you could come and learn about what, what I'm supposed to be, what I'm going to be doing and just um, understand what the business is about and the other thing i wanted to i would be working on is things like email marketing really segmenting those that email marketing i have a huge and i look back at my HubSpot. i was like i have a huge number of emails that that will that were willing emails meaning i got them from people clicking something i got them from people coming to my workshops Um, So these are emails, it's not spam emails, but it's people that legitimately wanted to give them to me. So I really need to work on that in 2024. So those are 20 main major things that I'll be touching on in 2024.
0: I love that. Email, you know what? You cannot lose with email and you hit on one big thing there, willing participants.
3: (laughs) We love that.
0: (laughs) We love that. And we need people to opt in. So absolutely. So Michelle, what are you working on for 2024?
4: Oh, 2024 is going to be really crazy for me in a in the best of ways. I am I have three different things that I'm focused on for Lanyap. One of them is peopling locally. Uh, we do a lot in the digital spaces here, but I'm going to be peopling locally, and local for me is in actually four different markets uh, here in uh, Southern California, down south. I was born in, moved to Florida, and. Back home on the east coast in the greater DC market. So uh, I'm peopling in those four markets specifically because that's where the people are saying they want me to be, as well as uh, expanding uh, my presence in the B2B space. I've started doing a little bit of that here in 2023 and um, have learned that this is a seat of power for me. So I'm going to move forward in that space. And my third prong is using AI in the CIM perspective. It is going to be a vital component for me and for Lanyap in 2024, and I'm laser-focused on that as well.
0: We love that. (laughs) All right, Michael, what is going on? What are we doing? What is Monica and Digital doing for today? We
1: are doing a lot. You said said some of it, right? We're setting up some new landing pages, but we're really focused in I think this year and going into 2024 on that customer journey and creating everything according to the customer's needs. Um, so we're really excited to be setting up some new pipelines. You're doing a lot of peopling as well yourself. So we've we got to make that, you know, <laughs> bear some fruit. So 2024 seems to be, it'll be really exciting, right? We want to look into AI as well, you know, all the things that AI can do. Um, we've been using it for some content production, but It's gone much further, so let's see where it takes us.
0: 100% love that. Round of applause for everyone here and their 2024 plans. As a small business executive, right, I'm sure you're having these conversations right now with your team. And it's really important that you are having these conversations. But I want to implore you that you go back and look to see what's working. Don't start everything fresh. Look at the analytics. Look at the data points, right? Go back listen to some of our shows. We talk about those analytics and understanding what's working, what's not working, understanding what you're testing, and then eventually bringing into your strategy. What are your talk tracks, right? What was your content going to be about next year? And you want to connect those things all back to your goals right what are your themes what are the things that you're going to be doing to move the business forward um and understanding those things so you can really lean into them 2024 can be a great year for you but you have to do the planning you should be planning right now for q1 and q2 so get it done <laughs> all right <clears throat> all right so next thing we're moving on to our hot topic segment so i'm excited about this hot topic segment <laughs> <laughs> you I say every show right but This one is really, really, really special to me. This one is, we are celebrating Global Entrepreneurship Week this week. And what is Global Entrepreneurship Week? How many of you have heard of it? <laughs> Well, you've all heard of it because we're like, we're doing an event this evening later on. So um, the Global Entrepreneurship Week has been around for maybe the last 16 years, and it is something that is celebrated worldwide, right? Hence the word global. Uh, I learned a little bit more about Global Entrepreneurship Week as um, being a part of Youth Business of Trinidad and Tobago, and they they actually uh, celebrate this every year. So for the last five years I've been in business, I've been celebrating Global Entrepreneurship Week. Uh, it has been like super, super awesome because um, it's really a huge campaign to help really empower entrepreneurs in every country, every part of the world. So just imagine. All these entrepreneurs are doing things, their events, their workshops, their things to really support and empower uh, entrepreneurs across the world. So it's like we're one voice just moving and marching, and you know what I mean? Like all connecting this week. So I absolutely love it. And um, again, as a part of Youth Business in Trinidad and Tobago, so that is a group that I mentor for, um, and they've been awesome. Andrea is a mentor for Youth Business at Trinidad and Tobago. You know, that's one of the ways we give. Back to Trinidad, um, and it's super awesome because we get to mentor young entrepreneurs who are thinking about, you know, who are going to take us into, going to take us into the future. So it's always something I'm really excited to do. Uh, and I wanted to play a little bit of a clip from um, the president of Global Entrepreneurship Week, uh, and just kind of, you know, let you guys see what he's talking about to introduce this this week. So go for it. <laughs>
3: When we launched Global Entrepreneurship Week 16 years ago, we set out with a mission to convince the rest of the world that Silicon Valley didn't have a monopoly on entrepreneurship. How far we've come in just a decade and a half. Our campaign theme this year is entrepreneurs thrive here. We now have small communities, towns, cities and nations shouting from the rooftops that entrepreneurship is alive and healthy and something that they support and encourage. This week, Global Entrepreneurship Week 2023, we expect to have over 40,000 events reaching more than 10 million attendees happening in almost every place on earth. This is really a testament to the success of this campaign over the years, that we now have a common global entrepreneurial ecosystem. This is very, very powerful. We have an ecosystem that is full of people united by the sheer force of our collective determination to fix the world in which we live. We're united by human capacity to transform our curiosity into uh, technologies that spread across the world and improve our own lives and those of our fellow citizens. So this week we will be celebrating this great spirit of entrepreneurship and we'll be celebrating what makes your community a home to those with big ideas and bubbling ambitions. We want to know from you what draws out the innovators, the creators, the risk takers and we'll be celebrating what makes them and your communities a good place to experiment and grow. You know, we're instilling what we hope is a sense of pride in entrepreneurial skills. We hope this week we will have a chance to have more confidence during troubling times, that we can do more together and that we have more in common with each other than what divides us.
2: I cannot
0: play the whole clip because it's long, but I wanted us to just get a taste of what this looks like. 40,000 events, like we're a part of that. <laughs> okay. It is huge. So you know what, entrepreneurs, we celebrate you this week. Celebrate yourself. Take advantage. Uh, you know, any part of the world you are, definitely connect with the Global Entrepreneurship Week team, uh, the network, because it's not just for the week. There's a whole network. So definitely connect, connect with us will answer any of your questions. We have an event later on this evening uh, at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. AST time. Um, we are doing it in Trinidad for Eve Business of Trinidad and Tobago, and we are talking about Preparing your business for AI because it's such an important conversation. Uh, so the four of us will be here doing a you know a special episode of of uh, your business in digital for this great initiative. I love talking with entrepreneurs. I love connecting with them because it really helps us to stay fresh and super super connected. So it's gonna be awesome.
4: Yay! <laughs> <laughs> you
0: global Entrepreneurship Week. <laughs> Did you know about this before? <laughs>
4: Thanks to you, I did a few years ago. You were the one that introduced me to it a number of years ago, and it is—it's you know, amazing how how impactful uh, the organization is and how it touches and, and connects us, as he says, globally. Things just don't happen here in NORAM. There's a lot that's going on globally that we all can learn from as small business owners and, and expand our reach and learn from others. So this is absolutely. I'm I'm
2: just excited about it and can't wait to do this this evening. Yeah, um, I I only learned about it. A few, I learned about it before YBTT. Um, actually, somebody invited me to be a part of their um, Global Entrepreneurship Week workshop, and that's when I, I I learned about what it was. And then as I got more involved with YBTT, I realized just how deep this thing goes, and it truly is a remarkable movement. Um, and I always love supporting anything entrepreneur-related that gets entrepreneurs going and that supports them and, and helps them on their journey. Because I, I firmly believe entrepreneurship is the way to change whole economies, right? It it lifts people out of a fin- a financial ruin, and it helps better their lives.
1: Definitely an exciting week to look forward to. Um, Andrea said some of it, you know, we we really excited about entrepreneurship um, from the get-go. You know, some of, a lot of why we got into business was to deal with entrepreneurs. Um, We deal a little more B2B now, but, you know, entrepreneurs are still there in our heart, right? Because we got to start somewhere.
0: Those B2B people start off as sometimes solo entrepreneurs as entrepreneurs people, right? right and then still you know even as you own a business you still see yourself as an entrepreneur right so it's a it's an interesting conversation we always have to separate right are we talking to the people that are the just the one-man show but in our spirit in our hearts we are all entrepreneurs because that's how we started that's what made all this stuff super exciting so I'm here for it. And I think that what's good, what I love about it is that we're part of something bigger, right? So when you see this, you're kind of like, wait a second, 40,000 events all over the world? <laughs> and we're one of them? <laughs> That's pretty impressive. So, all right. So I know we are like, <laughs> you know, a little bit behind, but moving on along. So moving on to <laughs> my other favorite segment, Go Beyond the Lights. So Go Beyond the Lights. The effects. I love the sound effects. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> so go below Go Beyond the Likes is that segment where we talk about, you know, how do you get beyond the likes and follows to true strategies that really help you in your business, help you to get to that place of achieving your business goals. And I mean, I am super excited about this conversation today. Uh, Today, we are talking to Dorothy Hardy from the East Orlando Chamber of Commerce, and we're talking about how the East Orlando Chamber of Commerce really harnesses the power of digital. Um, So super excited to bring Dorothy to the stage. Yay!
3: Yay!
4: Good morning, are this
0: morning? Well, good morning. We are super excited to have you here. So please introduce yourself and tell everyone who you are and what you do.
5: Well, I am uh, Dorothy Hardy. I am with the East Orlando Chamber of Commerce and um, been there for six years. We've seen a lot of change that's gone on. So uh, we help advocate for businesses. And uh, we're ever changing as far as um, how can we do better.
0: So well I love it, I love it. So <laughs> this is monaban Digital. We joined the Chamber of Commerce in August of last year. and no, August of this year, what am I saying? August of this year is <laughs> like a year. <laughs> seems like a year already. And can I tell you that the visibility um, that we've received, the, the the support that we've received um, from the chamber has been monumental. It's been game changing. It's really, uh, the, we've been able to expand our network in such a short space of time and you guys just do an awesome job. So I thought it was really important that we bring you to the stage to really talk about the impact of the chamber, right? So I think that's really the first question Question. It's, you know, what is a, for those of the don't know, what is a chamber of commerce and what do they really do to help support the community and the business community? Dorothy, could you talk about that a little?
5: Yes. Well, so the chamber is is a membership organization. It's the role behind it is to advocate for local business. Um, you know, we have a board that is comprised of business people in the local community that help kind of drive what we're doing. And it uh, serves as a resource, an advocate, and a connector for business. Now, when you joined in August, one of the valuable things that you actually had done was, you know, looked at some of the committees that we've gotten and joined right away. And um, I think that that was where you found it valuable because, it, and it was valuable for us too because you've got such a presence, especially especially digitally. Um, just one example is that, you know, you came in time for our business expo. So you jumped on that committee. It, we saw a tremendous increase because of your participation, you know, with a, a number of other people that we had. But um, your expertise in marketing was huge. I mean, we went from the previous year, we had 100 businesses that had participated in the um, the expo. This year, we were at a little over 145, the um, the number of people that came out because of what they saw was huge. The comments were amazing. And, um, you know, Walmart does nothing but, you know, share glowing remarks about they felt like it was the strongest chamber that they've ever been a part of. And it's due to folks like you that are the experts in this field. So we benefited quite a bit and, and appreciate the heck out of it.
0: So we love that. <laughs> and can I tell you, I joined like maybe in August, like week three, or week two, and it was the event was like week three and it was mm-hmm. It was our first event of that kind, and it was amazing. And the partnerships, I've already, we've already started partnerships from that, and we're already talking to potential clients from the expo. So the the the, the ROI, the network, I mean, it's it's almost instant. Uh, so, I'm, and I'm in digital, and digital is pretty, <laughs> but <it's, laughs> once you're doing the work and connecting with the right people, it's, you know, when I say it's not magic, you still have to work it through build a relationship things but it's really i've seen it as such a way to fast track things you know so we really love that so michelle i'm gonna kick it over to you for the next question
4: Dorothy, it is my pleasure to to have you here virtually to, to meet with us. I, I believe that this is something so important for our, our community to hear and to understand. So thank you for joining us today. We, we know it's a, a nice way for our community to start their day, but to have this educational component at the table is really imperative for us to have, and, and we appreciate your investment with us today. My question to you uh, that that I, I find important. We we spoke about uh, all of our uh, 2024 actions, but in our past shows, we often say that it's not just a digital presence that's required, but it's it's a, a local presence, an offline presence that's required also to help your business to grow and thrive and and. and to make different connections. And I enjoyed what you said earlier about the the connectivity component and the advocacy component that the chamber has. Can you expand a little bit on that for small businesses and how that would be beneficial to them, especially in a space where in the midst of COVID, all we could hear about was A digital world, uh, how to get your e-commerce there, but we know and have been saying often that you need to have a local presence. There needs to be some offline work as well. So if you don't mind speaking to a couple of things that would be really important to a small business, that would be appreciated. Sure. Well, yeah, we are definitely
5: an advocate for small business, not only from the standpoint of, um, you know, reviewing how can we help offer them a presence, out in the community? How can we connect them with other businesses that would be important to them? But also, you know, we've even gone and spoken to local commissioners if there was something coming up that would benefit or hurt one of our businesses. So um, that is just one of the aspects that the the chamber does. You mentioned COVID and it made me think that um, how we pivoted and helped our businesses you know COVID a lot of our businesses were shut down which was terrible and um, what made it worse is that when they started to slowly open up people didn't know it so Andrea and I uh, would call some of these businesses and ask what do you need and they just said you know we need business we need people to know that we even exist anymore Um, We got in the car and we took our cameras and we would videotape them at their location and, um, you know, said, here we are. We got kind of wacky. I think I don't know if it was cabin fever or what, but um, we would. I remember going over to a storage uh, facility on East Colonial and the guy was so excited and he hung off the door of one of the units just to prove that how sturdy they're their piece was, but they ended up getting uh, five sales that week because people realized that they were open and um, it was just fun. And so we made a plan to go to each of these locations and say, you know, how can we let people know that you're open? What deals do you have? What can we do to help? And uh, that really took off from there. We, it kind of morphed into what, um, we call our testimonial Tuesdays. Again, identifying restaurants have a difficult time getting out for anything. So let's take business to them. And so now we host a testimonial Tuesday, the first Tuesday of the month at their location. And we bring in three other businesses to be able to talk about, you know, 30 minutes live on Facebook. What do you want people to know about you? So that was just some of what we did that's kind of how we help advocate for our businesses, get them out in front of folks. And, um, you know, we have fun while we're doing it.
4: That is so awesome. What I love that you said, Andrea, before I turn it over to you, is that you provided a couple of examples of what we speak on here in your business in digital and that it's important to have both an online and an offline strategy and and, and, ha- and making those local connections and what the chamber is doing not only you're helping them you know maintain something that's local for people to walk into their business but you take it live you take it to the streets as we say when you're doing the the, the testimony tuesdays in market in a specific place with multiple businesses so there's some partnerships that are going on as well mm-hmm. you Tamara, this was absolutely on the money today.
0: <laughs> I feel like I'm a, I'm a testimony. <laughs> I feel like everything she's talked about in this short space of time. So I've done the testimonial Tuesday and that got visibility because they also have a following of what maybe about 5,000 email people in your database and about 20,000. 000- Across your digital presence, right? So um, it really is a way where that video has kind of moved on, and then I we've cut the video up, we've highlighted it, who we talked to, the people that we met there that day. So it's been really, really awesome, you know. Um, if done right, video can be a f- powerful tool to share your business's message. And the East Orlando Chamber of Commerce, their Testimonial Tuesday is a prime example. <laughs> we love that. <laughs> Thank you. Percent. <100%. laughs> Go for it, Andrea. <laughs>
2: All right, so this this lens, this conversation lends right into what I want to ask, you know, because um, we spoke about it earlier. You know, you're talking about that mix of the online, the offline. Um, email marketing is a powerful thing, right? So tell me a bit about how important um, the email marketing is um, in your strategy and what are some of the things that you do with email marketing to help, you know, to help businesses stay connected, are you, well, first of all, are you connecting only to businesses? Or are you using emails to connect to consumers? Tell me a bit about how you're using that email strategy.
5: Oh, email is huge for us. Um, sometimes they really get tired of hearing from me, but I will uh, definitely email. Uh, we use constant contact as a email marketing tool for us. And it's uh, primarily going to be used to uh, communicate information about uh, upcoming events or things that we need their feedback on. Um, it's we also use it for uh, several of our newsletters. So twice a month, what we do is what we call the source. The source is a newsletter where we're talking about the upcoming events for that week. You know, just to keep people in the in the know. But we also kind of review similar to what you did at the beginning of the show. Re- review what you had. Um, you know, the previous week showing pictures of some of our members, making sure that we can identify and, um you know, have them featured. Then once a week or once a month, we will do what we call a business matters. Well, business matters is more business focused. Um, it, you know, tells about new trends. If there are grants, we kind of help provide them that information. It's, um, you know, what classes that they can take. So that's the focus there. And then at the end of the month, we do something called Friday Flyers. This is an opportunity for our um, members to actually submit flyers of any kind of events that they've got coming up. And we will post them and send them out to our you know, anybody on our email list. So it, it lets folks know about upcoming jobs or events or fundraisers, races, you know, specials. So it's just another way that we can, you know, push out the message for our members. You know, and, and ultimately what we're looking for is, you know, the number of people that received it, the open rate, you know, was there an action there? And um, how can we improve it?
2: That is, that is, I love it. I love the range of things that you're sharing. I I heard newsletter in there. I heard things about what other businesses are doing. I heard things about what you are sharing information about, about what businesses could benefit from. I heard grants, you know, workshops, how they could educate themselves and how they could better themselves. So I feel like there's such a wide range of, of topics. I wouldn't get tired hearing from you if that's the type of information that I'm getting. You know, it sounds like you really have a nice mix of information because that's one of the things that I could say as a consumer, as somebody receiving emails. That's one thing I see. Sometimes it could be one track, and yeah, you really could get fed up if the person is just sharing the same thing over and over. However, if you have this nice wide range of topics and you're saying, well, hey, today we're going to talk about this, and and, and on Fridays we talk about this, and I love the structure. I love the structure because it means People know exactly what email to go to for what information. So if they want to know, they know on a Friday, that's what, you know, on a Friday you share certain things. Okay, let me go to the last Friday email so that I could see what is the event coming up. I, I absolutely love that. And I think that is key to keeping them interested in the emails and making them feel like, okay, I'm not wasting my time. I am getting value. I am getting information. So I absolutely love that. I love it.
5: No, oh, thank you. So, Shane, <laughs> I'm gonna
0: do another testimony. <laughs> I've been in the flight fright. We've been in the Friday Flyer, and then uh, just Monday, I was a part of the Spotlight. So, I wrote an article, um, and that mm-hmm. was featured and also sent out to businesses and. what we saw from it was I put a link back to our YouTube channel so we picked up about maybe three or four new YouTube subscribers from that so and so constantly so everything she's talking about is actually like super real Michael and I talk about it all the time we're like this is a lot of we're like okay there's (laughs) there's visibility here there's a lot of visibility and so each time we're like wow I, I could not imagine that this would have come from the chamber in such a short space of time so actually everything works and the other thing i wanted you to mention as well too dorothy the your database allows people within the the businesses to send emails to members as well too so that's another email that happens because every once in a while i'll receive an email from a small business or a business saying hey we have this thing that's happening so i think i got one because there's something happening on the 16th where there's a workshop happening Um, Mm -hmm. So it talks about who's sponsoring a workshop, where it is. So there's really also information that the businesses can push out to you. I don't see it happening. It's not where it's happening like every day, but it happens enough where I can notice say, oh, this is interesting. Would this be something I'd be interested in? So um, there's a lot from an email standpoint that we see as well, too.
5: Right. And I I think it's important for us to um, when someone comes on to encourage them to attend a few of the trainings that we've got so that they become aware on how to use the tools that are available to them, Um, you know, to teach them how to go on and, and post their own press releases and their their job openings or any kind of events that are coming up, because the value of that is that when they post that to our calendar or to our website. It's going to then flip over to our social media too, so they're going to get even more exposure for whatever they're doing. And even as you said, to teach them how to reach out and, and do it carefully or responsibly uh, to reach out to other members from the back side of our um, uh, of the member portal.
0: Awesome! Awesome! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> for mike i know mike is like chomping at
1: the bit <laughs> hi dorothy hi hi, hi mike. so yeah i love everything that's happening with the chamber through tamara's eyes of course so as, as you said i remember when we joined and Tamara said to me i got like a ton of emails from them to have to go through that was like the first step so i know you know everything came where i want to turn now to where you also have a very strong presence is your website right and we did an episode called your website is not a magazine and your website is definitely not a magazine so talk to us a little bit about um, that content production and upkeep of the website because it's constantly changing with new events, spotlights etc um
5: it is important for us to keep that up to date and we probably don't keep it up to date quite as well as we can We're, we're quite a small staff we do rely on some interns and so we make it a point it's a slow process for us to have them go in and teach them how to um, improve our seo on certain pages to make sure because when our seo is strong then it's strong for our members too because it's driven through them so that part's important um, keeping the events fresh new uh letting folks know i mean we've got our, our scroll across the top that provides that and um, we try to look at each page to say how much information can we provide People that are looking, you know, when they're searching for things. So we could probably improve on that, um, to be quite honest with you. But there's so much going on and we we try so hard to kind of evaluate. All right. Well, so what's going well? Um, how can we help a member? Can should we be more industry focused when we're doing things? It's really members front and center and how it can help them. And um, so, and we try to drive that through our website.
1: I love that, especially that bit about SEO that you you know, you're aware not only of SEO for yourself but for your membership. Um, mm. that, that's just an amazing comment that we need to highlight. I was like, <laughs> we, we should have gotten some bells and whistles right when we it. <laughs> well, that's great stuff. I think you all are doing very well. Um, yes, we understand that, you know, internally, you might have challenges in terms of keeping. But at a glance, of course, there's a lot of information. So is there with that that customer? I, I think what I wanted to say was what comes out from the chamber is that there's a lot of B2B business happening, that that's what you're really getting into. Right. Um, so it's it's a really nice open B2B space where businesses where we are forced to consider every business as a customer among ourselves. So. You know, we may be buying services, selling services all at the same time. But thanks for that answer. I think you all are doing a great job. I don't think you're you're lagging at all.
5: Oh,
0: thank you. Thank you. Well, Dorothy also walks around with a, 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 my portable microphone. She's always has her phone up. She's always <laughs> collecting content. That's the other thing I noticed, right? It's so ingrained in them to create content, collect content, making sure that they have that information so they can highlight this happened, this is happening here. The way that you kind of create those committees of people to help support different things is also helpful because that's also beneficial to the business. You know, I remember walking in the door and someone saying to me, Everyone I talked they're, about, they're ambassadors. So as you join, they're ambassadors. I met with all the ambassadors and everyone was like, talk to Dorothy, talk to Dorothy, talk to Dorothy. And she was like, what's your plan? What do you want? What are your goals? So the conversation really started with, What are you trying? What do you need for your business? And then how can we help? So everything we're doing is really based on the goals that we have. And she's moving us in the right space. So I'm a part of two, at least two committee, one committee. I'm a part of connecting with a campaign that they're doing for marketing opportunities that they're selling. But these have all been beneficial to help me get in front of more businesses, more people, and build the network in Orlando. If I go back and look right now at the um, LinkedIn analytics, I can actually tell the growth in people in Orlando following our page. So we're seeing the analytics are saying that this strategy is actually working for us. So I feel like I'm here with you too, Dorothy. I'm like, more plugs.
5: Well, you know, and you mentioned our TRC program. So, again, that's about helping um, businesses become visible. But in your role, you know, we we ask some of our um, key volunteers to help us with that. So you do you have an opportunity to call them as a member a member and a volunteer of the chamber which makes it an easier door opener for you you know if you just simply called them as your business then they think oh they're trying to sell me something but as a volunteer then it's it's a warm entry into their business and so there are a lot more um especially you've been very thoughtful about how you've approached some of these businesses which has been helpful um, you've strategized to say all right well i looked at these packages. And these are some things that would really help um, elevate your business out in the community, which they appreciate it. So, I mean, you know, just having volunteers like you to be out there, that's been helpful. And hopefully it's been helpful for you as far as being able to get into places that you typically wouldn't have gotten just being, you know, a digital, you know,
0: with Monovan. No, 100 <laughs> percent I think I was telling you guys the story that I won an Oculus. <laughs> like I won one of those yes. AR, <laughs> because I went to an event uh, with one another uh chamber member, Spectrum Reach. I went to an event. Mm-hmm. At the event, I met like all the <laughs> person, all the TV personalities, other uh, cable company, met all the TV personalities, won a raffle. And then like yesterday, we signed a partnership with Spectrum because we're looking at how can we we you know leverage their services to provide that to our customers right so that's now something that has happened this, we and we literally met that point of contact at the expo in August. So it's been August, September, October, November. And yeah. we are in a signed partnership to, to, to white label their services. So it's been, and there's been a reach and now I have a connection with these people. Everyone we talk to, their coffee events. I love the, also the, the hybrid, right? There's the digital and then there's also the in-person. So there's this hybrid that happens and you get to reinforce these conversations. I've been on tours to new, hotels. I've been like the last month or two has just been (laughs) crazy. And it's all because of this strategy. So um, kudos to exactly what you guys are doing. I think you help small businesses really plan and move in the right way. So and that has to be thoughtful as well. So you guys, how do you guys come up with the strategies? Because the, the, the and I would love for you to talk a little bit more about the uh, TRC campaign and exactly what it is, because those in, that in itself is marketing for businesses. So could you uh-huh. talk a little bit about that?
5: Um, well, the TRC program is called, it's a total resource campaign. So it is an opportunity for businesses to actually look at every avenue where they can get their name out there. And it's everything from $20 to participate all the way up to five. Um, it's, you know, you can align yourself with events. You can, um, you know, do crazy things such as, you know, VR Wi-Fi sponsors so that you it's your company name that is the Wi-Fi password. Um, we tried to look and say that, uh, it shouldn't always be the big guys that can afford to do this, but, you know, what can we do for smaller businesses and allow them to have that presence um, and have their name and their uh, logo associated with an event so that it gets out there? You know, we we just had um, a financial investment guy, you know, and, and usually while they may or may not, they're very limited on their marketing budget. But he was able to secure, you know, probably about 15 of our coffee club featured member sponsors, you know, very affordable for him. But it's going to get him out at various locations um, at least once a month, if not more. So, you know, that it, it just offered the smaller businesses. And that was what we were looking for is how can we help small business be able to do that and get their name out there? I mean, you participated as a. Um, as an expert, you know, a business expert about a subject or a subject matter expert, where we were able to put that out there. So we can feature, um, you know, a business like that. We just did one for um, Mid-Florida Credit Union. They were a highlight for us. And so that's where we'll put it out there on our social media pages and even boost it on our Facebook page so that they have a chance to people really get to know them as that uh, small town bank that's local, that can help them with different services.
4: You know, right, right. (laughs) Literally leaning in and listening to to quite a bit of this, I thought of one of the things or a number of things that we speak about here in uh, your business in digital for our small businesses to think about. One of the things you pointed out, and I appreciated that you did this, and that the investment to entry can be nominal, but the return on investment can be really fast and really healthy. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that you were pointing out here, of the, and, and Tamara has been proof positive of this for Monovan. and. You can jump and be, you know, shoulders deep in really quickly if you so choose to. But if if someone is coming in, what are the recommended places that you would would say as an entry into the place? The one or two places that they may walk into or enter into and not be intimidated? (laughs) Because it can be overwhelming if if you're not sure and, and this is your first time in. But a way that they can they can invest in in their business gain some feedback from from the chamber and comfortably walk in, what are the one or two places that you will point them to right away? Um,
5: One, when somebody first comes in, I want to know about their business and what what they're trying to achieve. You know, uh, the last thing I want somebody to do is to attend an event, pass out 50 business cards, collect 50 or more, and then wait for business to happen. It's trying to help them understand that regardless of what you do, We want you to build those relationships with a strategy to say, you know, because if you sign up for one of our events, you can actually see who's going to be attending that event. Are you doing your homework in advance? Um, You know, knowing who do I want to connect with at that event and be prepared and maybe pick out three or four people and then be ready to have a conversation, get their card, build, you know, start that relationship building. And what is your follow up? you know, for networking events, we have our coffee clubs. So that's your fast paced. A lot of your salespeople will be there. You know, is that who you're trying to reach? Are you trying to reach more of the decision makers? So that might be where you want to look at our luncheons. You know, are you trying to get uh, more B2B? You know, consider our business expo. So we really try to look at, you know, what are your goals? What are you trying to do? And how can we help you be as effective with your budget and your time as we possibly can and, and trying to explain to people, you know, this is what you can expect, be prepared. I know we do an entire class on business expo prior to, because we don't want anybody being surprised and we don't want anyone sitting there playing on their phone when they should be, you've spent money on this table. You really need to make sure that you're prepared to get the most out of your experience. And so we, we, Go through great pains to make sure that we've, you know, created an orientation. We answer all your questions. We want you to be prepared to know what to expect, and to really work it. Um, one example, and I might be going off track, but one example was that we had someone come to the expo. They, we have, um, we take over most of the double tree, so it's it's a pretty big space. Um, we had two people that were in the hall, which for some they think oh this is not a good space and others thought it was excellent because everybody has to pass you. We had one membership group that was in that hall and they said this was the best place for them because they had they probably got 25 or 30 memberships just because during that 3 hour period people they were stopping people. The the table right next to them sat asked for an additional chair and played on their phone and said it was the worst experience they'd ever had. So you can see that's why we go through the orientation to make sure folks know, don't don't sit, don't play on your phone, make sure you go with a a game plan and everybody's on the same page when you attend these events. And then that's our goal is to make sure, you know, who are you trying to reach? What events will get you there? And, and how to make the most of each of those.
4: That's perfect. And, and my, the way I've received it is you're here, you're present, but there needs to be some effort. And from that effort, there's going to be a payoff. Look at the, I can't, I think every interaction that I have with Tamara now, I might get a text a phone call, whatever, when we're on, she speaks on something that's resulted from uh, her interaction from uh, joining Monovan with the chamber. And I think it has been quite fruitful. And for those that are listening and in, in, in this community, if you've not joined your local chamber, we've had almost an hour of evidence of why you should. There are a number of ways that your business can be impacted and, and they're an advocate for you in both good and, you know, the tough times coming out of COVID. They were very much an advocate for their local businesses to help them to thrive in, in coming out of a crazy environment. But in these healthier environments where everybody is back to business again, also a way for you to connect with them as well and be a participant in your local market and help your business connect and partner with others and grow as well. I appreciate you coming in, Dorothy. This has just been such a delight to have you here and to learn about the Orlando Chamber. Right?
1: Yes. And that example you gave, I I must say it sounds exactly how we we talk about businesses and their approach to digital. Do they build it out and then sit and play on their phone and wait for the people to come, (laughs) right? Or, Or are they working their online presence? Are they optimizing constantly to make sure that they get the most out of it? So I love that example.
5: Right. Well, and, and I have to say that that is one thing, you know, it's it's like anything. It's like digital. It's ever-changing. So um, while we might have certain programs this year, we're going to evaluate those. And if, if, if it's not paying off for our members, then how do we restructure it? You know, uh, do we put it on the shelf for a little while? Do we change it up? I mean, you know, that's important to make sure that we're doing the best thing that's going to get, again, it's it's about members.
0: And you guys are definitely committed to members. So we love that. So Dorothy, last final thoughts. If you had to tell someone today (laughs) in the Orlando area, why they should join the East Orlando, give them the pitch because... (laughs) We've done it here, but give them the final pitch for joining the East Orlando Chamber of Commerce.
5: <laughs> no, I think that the uh, East Orlando Chamber, you know, you you really need to be, if you're ready to invest in your business and you have to look at it as an investment, not just, a, you know, I'm, I'm paying my membership and, and that's it and sit on it. Um, it's an investment. And so, and how are you going to use that? Um you know we're ready to help you. I think that we've if you look at our calendar there I almost challenge you to find any week in the year that there's not something for you to attend for you to do. Uh, we will even do one-on-ones with you so we can review the database. Uh, we can uh, we do brain trust where it's a small mastermind group. Oh I think that we've really thought this through quite carefully and want to make sure that you know we have the focus on members because members are, they help us grow, but help us connect. And and we'd love to be able to say, you know, do I, you know, I'd love to have a painter. I'd love to have a handyman. I'd love to have, you know, people that would join so that we can connect them with other folks. I mean, we have a strong real estate uh, presence and uh, we've been Very open to partnering with other businesses or other organizations, just so that we can expand what we've got to offer to our members.
0: Absolutely. I I love the East Orlando Chamber of Commerce because I feel like it is really like the heart of, it It feels like the heart of Orlando. It feels like the heart of business in Orlando. And you and Andrew do, a the entire team, (laughs) me, Andrew, uh, all the interns, you guys do an amazing job. And I mean, we, Monoband Digital definitely feels the love. We love being a part of the chamber. Uh, It's definitely helped our business grow. And thank you so much for joining us. When I met you, I'm like, you you have to be on the show. we need to know about this goodness. <laughs> thank you so much. Need to know about this goodness. So, def- thank you, thank you so much for joining us, Dorothy. I know I'll see you this week. <laughs> yes, I will absolutely see you this week. It was amazing having you here on the show. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. You all have yes. a good day. All right, you as well. Take care. <laughs> Oh, guys, great show, right? And this is how and where you can connect with Dorothy. Definitely, we will put the link in for the East Orlando Chamber of Commerce so you can connect with them as well, but definitely connect with Dorothy. Um, she has been game-changing. Andrew, the president, he's been game-changing as well too. Um, you know, they're just like really helpful and it feels like family. It feels like monabad has a new family of businesses and uh, stepping out into the local community. This has been a really good way to do it. And it is a strategy. It is a strategy. strategy. Strategy for your business, and you have to invest the right time in this strategy. So, final thoughts, guys. (laughs) Go for it, Andrea.
2: Ah, um, I mean, she really, she really hones in on what chambers should be doing for businesses. Like that's what I got the sense of. And it's it's so member centric and business-centric that everything they do is connected back to how will my members benefit from it and I just think that that's the key takeaway from me I really admire that um, I think I, I wish I was in East Orlando <laughs> but um, but but she really you know brought home what chambers should be doing and, and like Michelle said you know I encourage you know we encourage business owners look to where you are um, where your own chambers and and see you know how you can benefit and and See how we could help you grow your business, but I just loved having this conversation. Absolutely loved
4: it. I enjoyed. It. One of the things that really resonated for me was the advocate component uh, that that she spoke of in, in advocating, and that's a big deal for small business owners. You know, a lot of things are really difficult in getting someone to support you and to move your business forward. And this is not just a learning space for you with the chamber, but it is a a, a vehicle to help to improve the visibility and revenue for your business with sweat equity. Putting in the time uh, and and putting yourself out there. And this is offline work that's required. We speak often here, and this is a digital space, but it's offline that moves to digital and then moves back to offline in your sales cycle. If you, if you didn't pick that up, but we you know, put it down, we need you to pick it up so that you understand that this is a big component of it. The offline work is just as important. And this has expanded partnerships. Monovan uh, has, has proven this out just since August, since August in visibility. And the the investment in the chamber has helped you to improve that. And I know I'm gonna speak for what you said, but I can't tell you the number of times where that has the enthusiasm that you've shown and and how this has been impactful for Monavan, It it was a pivotal thing for me. So people lean in and listen, lean in.
1: Great conversation. I think it really drove home the point that we've been talking about where a lot of businesses are looking for local solutions, right? So it's a great place to to get involved, to make sure that you are visible in your area and offering your services to as wide an audience as possible.
0: 100%, I feel like I gave my final thoughts all the way through it. <laughs> It is one of the greatest investments that we have made um we are seeing the roi on it uh you know through the networking through the you know proposals have been sent out so i believe it's already paid for itself right so uh we'll continue to move it forward and this is a strategy in my mind i was just like okay cool we're gonna it's gonna take us a year to see the payoff um and so here's a strategy in less than a year we're already starting to see the payoff so you know, I know in August, <laughs> we're doing it again. Right. And it's like, are we ready for the next level? And one of the things we did is we invested in, um, a diamond membership, uh, which is, I think the level right before the trustee level. And for me, I think then it would make sense for the next go around to get to that next level, because why not? Cause this is such a smart investment for my business that it's kind of like between that and digital, those are two strategies we think could work for us. So, um, join the chamber of commerce, connect with your chamber, research your chamber of commerce in your neighborhood, connect with them, see what they can do for your business. Because I think it could really be game changing. It's been game changing for us. And connect with the East Orlando Chamber of Commerce. If you're in Orlando, go to www.eocc.org. I mean, all the events are there. There's so many things that are happening. Uh, You you cannot, there's coffee, there's something for everyone. Uh, Definitely, definitely check it out. So all right, I know we're like at 8.01. So quickly, I'm going to do our quick housekeeping. Thing. So connect with us. Connect with us on YouTube. Connect with us on LinkedIn at Your Business and Digital. Why do we do this show? We do this show because we want to help you translate what you do to digital. We want you to think about your digital strategies. We want to help you achieve your business goals through digital, just like the Chamber. They wanted to talk about our goals too, right? We love that. So connect with us on YouTube at Your Business and Digital. Connect with us on LinkedIn. We're growing these profiles. So thank you to everyone that has subscribed recently. Thank you to everyone from the Chamber that has subscribed recently. Recently, We're excited about that. If you can't listen live, that's fine. We're everywhere podcasts are. We're on Spotify, Apple, all the places. So definitely check us out there. And we're seeing that viewership after the show. We're seeing the numbers increase. So thank you to everyone that is watching the show. This is your business in digital. I'm Tamara. Always excited to be here uh, with the team. Uh, We bring together a true small business for you, right? We bring together sales. We bring together marketing. We bring together finance and we bring together operations because it's important that we have that holistic perspective as we're talking about digital and all things digital. Thank you so much for joining us. We will see you here on Monday. Have an amazing, amazing day, guys. Take care. Bye.